a comic book pick? Okay. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome back. This is a new episode of Comic Book Pit. This is Comic Book Pit episode 324, and I'm your host, Dan, and with me in the awesome Sorgatron Media Studio in lovely Beachview, Pennsylvania, we got uh, Scott Headland. What's up, everybody? And we got Brandon Link, Cop Millward. Hey, everybody. And uh, so this is our... Uh, this is our alternate uh, type episode where we uh, it's our discussion episode. If you're looking for comic reviews, uh, that would be in the last episode, episode 323. Uh, but this is just a just general discussion about comics and comic related stuff. And we recently had a Wizard World roll through town, <laughs> and uh, so we're going to talk about that. We all had an opportunity to go. Um, in different capacities, but we all were there um, and to experience Wizard. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had to experience. We, yeah, wizard. We, we were off to see the Wizard. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and we did a, a live episode there, which was uh, which was fun. Um, but uh, yeah, let's. Uh, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it over to you, Duke, because because you were there. Under a couple of different, you were there as technically like press yeah. as far as far part as comic book pit, and uh, but you were also there as an exhibitor with the uh, oh yeah seven by seven comics group right um, and um, so you were there for a lo- uh, a lot longer than I think Link and I were there yeah for yeah, sure yeah I I was there pretty much all day Saturday which was what from ten till seven mm-hmm. um I mean that's a long day for any any convention yeah um. But uh, we did our panel early in the morning. Um, you know the comic book pit panel. Yeah, I think we were the um, first. We were the first panel. We were the first panel. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and we it, and it showed. <laughs> we blazed the trail. Foreshadowing. We, we blazed the trail to the hall. You know that we would appear in because you know it just seemed like that carpet hadn't been stepped on. You know, in any time soon. Um, <laughs> No, but I mean, like, uh, I mean, right off the bat, let's just get out of the way. The show was very poorly attended. Mm-hmm. Like that, I think that's going to be the big thing that people walk away from from this uh, uh, Wizard World Pittsburgh that appeared out of nowhere t- only two months ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I think confused a lot of people as well. Right. Yeah, there was um, no build up. Yeah, a lot of people were, you know, they're like, I only heard about this three weeks ago, and it's like. That's when I well, told everybody about yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, that's when the advertising went out, you know, so... Um, yeah, it did kind of seem to just come together quickly. It did. I, I had heard that uh, Wizard was trying this as a format as well, um, that they were trying to, you know, um, create some kind of hype by, like, hey, we're we're in town and we have all these guests, you know, like, you should come and, like, and just try to create this vibe mm-hmm. out of nothing instead of having, like, a year... Like they normally do, 
they were i think they were trying it in some cities um you know they haven't been in pittsburgh for what two years yeah yeah and um so yeah it did have a little bit of that vibe um but um just my overall feeling for wizard is that if if and i know i've said this before but it feels like an it feels like a show that is not from pittsburgh like it feels like the you know the and I'm not trying to knock it at all, but it feels like the circus came into town. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because, I mean, people like the circus, so I'm not, you know, I'm not, sure. like, knocking it. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? They come in with their own entertainment. They don't necessarily come in and try to try to be like us. They're coming in and saying, this is what we have yeah. to show you, you know, like a road show. Right. Um, so, and I think that's weird for Pittsburgh people, honestly. Mm-hmm. I think Pittsburgh people like to be like, hey, that's... You know, we want it to be about us. They, they, they want to be part of it. Yeah, yeah. So I think there's just, there's a lot of reasons, you know, I'm not going to get into all that, um, that people do or don't like something, like shows like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, walking in, you know, it was it was kind of like, uh, like coming into a uh, three-ring circus kind of environment because yeah. you walk in and there was a band playing, on stage, and you know, Cato mm. Kalen's there. <laughs> yeah, and is... and and I think Cato is honestly the takeaway from the show. Like, he yeah, is, I he mean, was on it. Zachary Levi got him in, got him through the door, but Cato Kalen was keeping you there. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he he earned his money. Oh, that all, day, whatever he gets paid or whatever, I mean, he was he was on. I mean, he was the. All day he was on fire. He was definitely like the the ringmaster. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's weird too because when you look back at like what what does anybody know about Cato King? Oh, he was involved in the OJ trials. Yeah. Okay, so that's all you really know, and then you go, I don't know what to think about that. But then like after like five minutes of him being there, I'm like, this guy's awesome. Yeah. Like he's <laughs> he, you know because he he was pointing people out. Like we walked in, he's pointing at us. He's like, hey, welcome to the show. You know, he's making everybody feel yeah. welcome. Mm-hmm. He was playing the drums for the band. <laughs> and then later in the day, he did, uh, I think he led karaoke. And then he also did the auction for the Make-A-Wish Foundation, where he was an auctioneer. Okay. He also would jump... He wore as many hats. He wore all the hats. <laughs> and, and, he, and, it, and it did. It seemed like he had no end of energy. Mm-hmm. And which was... It was pretty amazing. Yeah. Um... You know, but then moving on, like we, you know, we settled into our booth, um, you know, and there was no foot traffic. I mean, it was a bummer um, for, you know, for vendors. Your booth was also sort of like on the weird end of the... We were on the weird end of the of the show because we were in the photo ops, uh, you know, which is kind of cool when there's people there for photo ops. Yeah. But otherwise, mm-hmm. we're just looking at a big blank space. Yeah. Um, and that space was full, like... They did a good job of promoting um, Zachary, uh, you know, and, and like you could buy a three day pass and get a free free photo op. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a photo ops and autographs. And, and autographs. So you got to meet everybody and do a whole thing. They, yeah, and they had that other package where I don't know if it, if it was the same package yeah. deal, but yeah, they gave you a poster and it had five of the celebrities that were also there, and you could just walk up and have them sign it for you. So like it was all built in. Like you could just that way you could meet. Um, yeah. other celebrities, which was really cool. Um, and, you know, and everybody seemed like... all The celebrities, when we walked around and just kind of, like, looked at them, they all seemed like they were having a good time. Yeah. 
You know, like they're mm. they're there. They know um, whether or not. And this is my thing: is a lot of people were complaining about attendance, and that sucks for vendors mm-hmm. because they're not making money. Right. But as a fan, would you rather be at Disney World on the highest attendance day or the lowest <laughs> attendance day? Yeah. You know, like you get to ride all the rides, you get to do everything. Well, well that that's what I said. Yeah. I, I I mean, I, I joked with Link on the way here. I said, you know, you could. You could practically drive a drive a truck through the aisles because yeah. of, of how wide they were and how clear they were. Yeah. But that also allowed you to move around freely and yep. not, you know, bump into people. And you, you could to, you could dig through comic boxes and not be I was thinking hindered about, by other people. You know. Um, I think my my own personal, um, you know, cool event of the day was uh, that I got to talk to Sean Koss from Cyanide and Happiness. Oh yeah, he had, he had a booth there. Yep, yep, I saw him. Yeah, and I thought he was—he's gonna, you know, like at New York Comic Con, I saw him. I think it was the year that we went up with the podcast. Yeah, and they had all four guys from mm-hmm. Cyanide and Happiness in the booth, and it was impenetrable. Like you couldn't even get near their booth without, you know, like I and I, I even told him that I'm like, dude, I, I had to hold a camera over people's heads to take a picture of you guys just to be yeah. like, I saw you. You know, and <laughs> I had a 20 minute conversation with him mm-hmm. and we were talking, you know, and then we got to talk, you know, um, like his goals and everything, you know, as far as he's like trying to break out and kind of have his own identity outside of mm-hmm. Cyanide and Happiness. And then he was just asking my, you know, my opinion on local shows and what I thought, you know, where he could work. And honestly, um, you know, I thought Steel City Con would be a good, good venue for him, mm-hmm. given, yeah. given the material he has and everything. Yeah. And, um. You know, and it was really cool. I was like, this is awesome because, you know, when I went through the guest list, I'm like, that's the only person I really wanted mm-hmm. to talk to. Mm-hmm. And I got a 20-minute conversation with him. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, all right, this is awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, the, and the, the one, um, you know, kind of unfortunate thing that I, I think it happens with um, shows like um, Wizard and, and Steel City is that they, you know, they, they focus now on... This, the you know the celebrities, right. and not on, high, um, you know actual comic professionals. You know getting in, you know I mean like you know um, they had uh, Wayne Foucher, yeah, at you know there, um, and and you know I I think Wayne's great, but you know I, I mean he was at the last couple of Wizard Worlds. Uh, you know we had him at you know Three Rivers Comic Con. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's like they they need to start broadening their scope of of who of of you know artists if they want to bring in you know people that are interested in more than just getting an, an autograph. Right. I you I've know. always liked um, the Baltimore show. I'm going to mention that one too. Um, mm-hmm. Because well, yeah, Baltimore is. I mean, that's a very comic centric. That's show. always been their focus is to. Um, have all comic guests mm-hmm. so there it's writers artists you know colorists everybody that's in the business um and not celebrities mm-hmm. and now the thing is though in the last couple of years they've brought on like one or two mm-hmm. so like i'm like i don't know how they've changed because i haven't been there in you know maybe five years um so i'm actually going this year and i got it you know i will be representing comic book pit as press <laughs> at the Baltimore Comic Con, so mm-hmm. I'll get to come back and you know kind of have feedback on that to see how how their show has been affected because I do see it even at Youngstown Comic Con, 
um, it's always been a um, vendor focused, you know, and, you know, local creators and, mm-hmm. you know, it's always been really good. This year it seemed like, um, you know, they brought in Jason Muse and it seemed like Jason's attracted a different element. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, people that are after autographs. Yeah. You know, so then like what happens is, is the, the money they had saved up goes to one person and, you know, everybody else is kind of like, yeah, hey. left out in the cold. So, and I'm not saying that that's, you know, you know, I love Youngstown Comic Con. I'm just thinking, but I did see a little bit of a change there this year. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and Wizard, um, by the end of the day, they did the the last photo op at 4 o'clock. And after that, it was a ghost town. Like, everybody got their their photos and they were out. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, that, that's so. that's how I tackle Steel City Usually, yeah, I mean, right. I, if if I'm not specifically there to buy comics or something, I'll be like, "Who am I getting an autograph from?" Cool. All right, right, I'll look around for like maybe 30 minutes and then head out. Right, because, it's, and and honestly, because you came in with that uh, mindset that you're gonna spend this much for an yeah. autograph, and you already spent for the door, and it's yeah. Hard, yeah, it's hard to justify anything mm-hmm. else after that. It's right, it's right. like, oh, what what can I get for like ten dollars? Right, like, where, exactly. where can I like? Exactly. Spend very little money and maybe yeah. get something neat. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that it, it, yeah, the celebrities definitely move the uh, the attention off of uh, everyone else. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's just the general critique. I don't. You can't even just say like, oh, wizards are the ones that. Every, no, it is. Everybody yeah, kind of. It's does a lot it. of people, especially yeah. especially gets, around here. Yeah, and it gets a lot of people in, um, but it doesn't really pay off in you know sales to other people. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's what I'm saying with that. Um, I'm trying to think what else from that show. Well, how did um, so so you were you were at a um, you had a table though with, uh, with yeah um, um, with your with your new seven by seven comics project. Yeah, we were kind of you know because we're very new, you know this the seven by seven project which we talked about at Wizard World mm-hmm. at on the podcast. But we're very new at this. Like we're only a month to two months old, and we, you know, we didn't have, you know, DJ too. He was like, oh, I really want to get banners and all that stuff. But at the same time, I'm like, what? you know, there Who's wasn't. We didn't have like the, There wasn't a turnout. Yeah, you didn't have yet. anything to, so, to show yet. Who, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Who's gonna see it? <laughs> yeah, and who's gonna see it? So it, um, DJ couldn't be there. Um, so actually, Mikey Wood took over. He he ran the booth the whole weekend, and he had a great time. I know I you know like he did tons of uh, sketches for people, mm-hmm. um, nice. which was awesome to see. And then um, you know um, Sean Atkins and myself, you know we were there on Sunday or on Saturday, and um, you know actually Sean, I know Sean sold some books because yeah. Link bought them. <laughs> so I don't know what else he sold, but I know you, you know yeah. he made you know he sold something. Um, and then I sold a piece of artwork, which was blew my mind, you know, that somebody, yeah, uh, bought that. So, um, a Han Solo piece. Thank you very much if you're listening. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, it was probably one of the best, best things ever and made it worth it the whole day for me to be there, you know, like, cause I didn't go in like even expecting to make any money. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, I'm here to just kind of enjoy the day yeah. and maybe yeah. get some drawing done. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so that was just a nice bonus too to to sell something, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, that was good. Um, 
I think the the best booth, or the, it seemed like the most raved about what, between uh, Mikey and uh, Jared was the graphic novel sales. Yeah. The graphic novel. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I think yeah, I stopped two, in there. are two different ones, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you did too, right? Yeah, did well, I, I went to the... There were two of them. I, I stopped at both of them. The one was like four for 20, and then the other was like two for 10. So, like... But if you didn't buy up to four at the one booth, yeah. then you were like paying like six or seven dollars a book. Oh, yeah. So, right. I, I I dug through like... The, because there was nobody there, I looked right. through all the boxes for like every <laughs> trade and pulled like a big stack out and figure out what I could right. get. Um, Cause I was like pulling out like volume two and three and be like, is volume one somewhere in here? And if yeah. it wasn't, then I didn't grab them. But yeah. That's exactly what I thought too. Like I went over and looked at them and, and if there was a million people there, I wouldn't have went through mm-hmm. any of it, you know, but I, I actually, yeah, yeah. did the same thing. Kind of dug through a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I grabbed maybe five or six trades. So it worked yeah. out. Yeah. So, Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people are like, oh, you know, hey, the prices are too high or whatever, you know, to get in the door. But it's also what you make of it, you know. Mm-hmm. If you're just going to walk by everything and go like, oh, they don't have anything here. Yeah. Well, then, you know, you didn't but, stop. You yeah, know? I got, I got, that's certainly like yeah. the big the big problem is the buy-in to then purchase, buy more things. Like, yeah. That's so hard to do. Like, I feel as if yeah. if I was didn't have the guest pass that yeah. I would probably just... I, w- I would have came in, maybe looked around, and be like, "Well, I don't want to buy anything." Yeah. I would have bought, bought like two trades or something. I mean, if I were, if I didn't have a pass, I would have went with a Groupon, and then I yeah. would have felt like it was worth it. Yeah. I was say, so. at least I saw the week or two leading up to the show at on various sites and uh, certain uh, artists and uh, social media, like they had some sort of like connection to Wizard where they were offering it was like oh get 20 percent off your ticket use code, oh yeah you know type in code whatever yeah yeah and get a discount you know so you know at least they were trying to they, they give a little bit of a discount yeah mm-hmm. they got the word out via that mm-hmm. yeah like even if nobody takes advantage of the code that somebody posted they're advertising the show sure mm-hmm. yeah so and um and, th- and that actually helped because i figured out you know like some of the um vendors that would be there you know, because I'm like, oh, they'll be there because they got the code. Yeah. yeah so, so, yeah. Uh, some something I you guys might know more about because you actually arrived like not five minutes before the panel. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> as I ran down the street and <laughs> up the escalators. Um, but was there like a program or anything they gave you when you came in, or was it just like welcome to the con? No, there was a there was a map, a newspaper. It was the w- insert. Which was one sheet. Yeah. It was it was oh, the yeah. insert from the. Pittsburgh current okay that's right issue that I guess did a I, I don't know if they did a write up on they Wizard had a World. break a breakdown of yeah the guests but they had a, but did like, they have like what panels were going on where no, no. I see that that was like I knew panels were happening I just didn't know what any right. of them were right which I don't might, know may possibly was... explain our attendance for our live show <laughs> <laughs> you know and that was the other thing like being the the first panel of the day um you know people are still coming in. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, the, you know, the show started at 10 and we were on at 1130, but you know, I mean, people, they're walking in They're They're probably the first hour or two. They're just going to walk around. They're yeah. Or gonna, they were getting geared up to do their celebrity right. thing. Right yeah. Or like, yeah, people were all, because I think Zach Levi's line for photo ops started at 11. 
Oh yeah. yeah. And they're wrapped around the they the were guest booth. You figure people were probably still in line at eleven thirty yeah. when yeah. we were doing our show and that's true. Um you know, and, and uh, that's fine. You know, I, I didn't you know have high ups for like any kind of turnout anyways. Mm-hmm. And in, in a in a sense I'm glad we didn't have <laughs> yeah. a turnout because then we could just we just recorded an episode. Yeah. You know, and that was fine. Yeah, and, exactly. and, and we and we still had fun being up on the the dais and yeah. you know kind of felt like big shots sitting in front of the mic you know in <laughs> yeah. front of the, the you know behind the wizard world banner and you know yeah it was pretty cool yeah yeah i i um uh, that image just cracked me up i felt like we looked it, it did i think wayne wise posted it but it was yeah. like a last supper kind of yeah you exactly. know of all of us behind, <laughs> on one side of the table yeah uh, <laughs> i thought that was pretty funny well you know so um so yeah, Link. So so I did get there um, pretty much right when the doors opened, maybe okay. like a few minutes after ten. And um, actually, Jared was right behind me, so we walked in together after going through security. And well, actually, I I should back up even before um, security, even before I got up and to the second level where the show was. Um, you know, I, the the one thing I noticed as I'm walking towards the convention center or towards the main, towards the entrances, um, you know, where is everyone, where are the cosplayers? Yeah. Where, where's oh, the, yeah. you know, the, the, where are the groups of, where's the line of people going into the show? Mm-hmm. And, um, and in fact, I thought, wait, am I on the wrong side? Yeah. Well, because, because the convention center is broken. The like, yeah. Yeah. Well, cause there, you know, cause you could, there's also like show space across the street. Yep. Yeah. We've done that before for yeah. something we went to. Yeah. Yeah. I did that too. And once I went to the wrong side and you know, but I thought, well, I'll, I'll just keep going. And sure enough, I was on the right side and I go up the escalator and I'm on the escalator with, um, you know, like just some regular people, and but I'm like, none of these people really look like they're going to a comic con. Yeah. yeah. And then I see that there's this, whatever, what a pickle, pickleball, pickleball, pickle yeah, uh, event going on next, you know, on, on the same level right next door, and I think more people were going to pickleball. Yes, pickleball yeah. was packed than yeah. going to Wizard World. So I, um, I, I get up to the top of the escalator and I, I. I, I see the booths, the Wizard World like organization, mm-hmm. like their booths and everything, and and um, you know, I and another thing I noticed is like, well, there's just there's no line to get in. There's yeah. no there's only a couple people waiting like at the booths. I guess maybe buying their tickets. Um, there's just there's no one milling around. There's no yeah, just no energy. No no yeah, just yeah. nothing. Yeah. I. I I even checked the time. I'm like, am I here too early? Yeah. Like, I'm like, does it start at 11? Right. And um, so, uh, no, but I, I, I walked up to the uh, to the, the booth and I talked to uh, Jerry Milani, who's our contact, and he's a super guy. Uh, you know, Jerry's, yeah. a, Jerry's a great guy, super friendly, um, you know, and uh, gave me the, you know, our, our uh, pass and told us about the room and, and everything. And, um you know, and then I walked in, like I said, and Jared was coming in a couple minutes after me, and we walked in together. And um, Scott, like you said, it was like, or like you, you, you walked in, it was just this empty, like there was this big stage right in front of you, and there was this band playing. Yeah. And um, Kato Kalen's just kind of like standing off, like on at this uh, kind of like leaning on this um, like pub table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, like, like the little tables. Like, yeah. Like, just like, like no, he's just on his phone. He's on his phone and. And um, we're looking around, and I'm like, "There's just no one. There's no one here." Yeah. I mean, there were people there, but um, there's just no. 
you know, you, when a show first opens, there's always this influx this yep, rush a wave, yeah. Yeah. of people. Yeah. You, you, this initial rush of people, and that just didn't have that. Yeah. And um. And so, uh, we saw we saw Cato, <laughs> and uh, we, you know, Jared and I looked at each other and we let's go see if we get a picture with him. Yeah. And uh, so we go up to him and I, I said. Oh hey, Mr. Kalen, and immediately he turned around and it was just like he was on. Yeah, it was just like like he flipped on a switch. He's like, "Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to Wizard World." And you know, what's your name, sir? And I'm like, Dan. And he goes, "Hey Dan, let me introduce you to the band. And yeah. uh, we're, <laughs> we're gonna play a little we're we're gonna play a little game right now. How'd you like to win the prize?" And I'm like, "Oh, that's I cool. Guess what's going on here? <laughs> I don't know what's I have, going on here. I have here. a panel to be too. Yeah. Um. So it was, and they were playing this uh, like name that tune, yeah, type of thing where they the band would play uh, six notes and you had to guess the the song and the band and and I I guess I guessed it and I won a, the band CD and okay and, yeah uh, it was just very just they were a really good surreal. band too like I, yeah, I, I forget their good. name but they were really good yeah I don't have the CD on me I yeah. but it it was in my bag and I took it out but uh, yeah. um. Yeah, and then we just kind of Jared and I walked around until I think we we found you guys yeah. at your table, and then um, we walked around a, a little bit more. We, you know, had some time to kill before. Um, you know, we had about an hour to kill mm-hmm. before the we went went up to the room. Um, you know, it was nice <laughs> being the first ones in the room because we didn't have to wait behind. Sure, right, yeah. Anybody, yeah. we could just go right in and start setting up. Um, but yeah, we had this giant room like we were given a TED talk. Yeah. <laughs> and it, but it was just it was just us. Yeah. And yeah. then um, our audience was uh, Scott's wife and and we had uh, and, and and Mike Mike yep. Sorg was our you know he helped us out with the uh, with the technical yeah, side our, of it. We had our phot- mm-hmm. yeah basically our videographer and our photographer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that was and that was it. And yeah. but again, I mean, we we had fun yeah. just recording our episode. You know. Um, it was fun, and it's like all I did is I just pictured like like this right now. You know, we we don't have an audience here, so yeah. uh, that's all I I just pictured that. I'm like, who cares if we're in a giant room? Yeah, you know, it was you know, just that may or may not have an echo. It was just a so, different format, and we, it was yeah. a different environment. Instead of like facing each other, we were all like you know sitting in a line. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I was right in the middle, so I kept like turning my yeah <laughs> I kept turning my head to the left and the right. You know. Um, but uh, yeah, and then afterwards the the rest of the show, I think I, then I felt like I was on like you know free time. Yeah, you know, I had like free play. Yeah. So I just uh, you know then I started hitting the booths and um, I hit a uh, I think I, I I found some dollar comics and uh, a couple other things and oh. know, not a ton but we did the we stopped at the State Farm booth too. Oh, did you? Yeah, like they, you know how you usually just avoid those. You see somebody with yeah. a little yeah thing and they're going to ask you questions yeah but i'm like wait a minute i i, I have state farm so i'm like who cares if they call me <laughs> you know so we went over and so what they were doing is they were like well you can even either have some of our state farm tchotchke you know like their usual stuff mm-hmm. or you can have your picture printed out on a cover of a comic book and i was like yeah let's do that oh, that's cool yeah so so crystal and i stood there and you know they take a you know a picture you pick out what cover you want i was like i want space aliens and so then they have templates for um guy and girl astronauts okay yep and you pick which one mm-hmm. you want to be and uh 
then they take your a picture of your face and they do like a little dot pattern kind of thing and they print it out for you and they put it in a bag and board and give it to you. That's Neat. cool. I was like, that's awesome. You know, okay. it's like the adventures of Scott. <laughs> yeah. So Worst comic ever. Yeah, it was a terrible <laughs> book. That's a terrible yeah. book. It was a quick read. It was a cover. <laughs> it's a terrible uh, creative team. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so I was cracking up. I'm like, yeah, all right. That's cool. Oh, cool now I kind of now I kind of wish I'd stopped there. Right? Yeah, because yeah, because of it. <laughs> The first four times I just walked by. Yeah, you know, oh, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Just towards yeah. the end of the day, and I'm like, oh, what is that? Um, yeah, you see those those booths, and you just kind of develop the thousand yard stare. Yeah, like, I don't, you know, like I yeah. don't, I don't see you. you yeah. Know? Or there's like the um Flipboard. the the yeah. giveaway, like win a trip to Disney. I was like, yeah, I'll yeah. fill out fake information on this because yeah. I'm not, I can't shoot you down, but right. I, yeah, my name's. Steve. <laughs> right. You're like, my name's Scott. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. I uh, want a trip to Disney. <laughs> well, so so Link, you said this was your, your first Wizard yeah. World, right? Yeah, so I had no clue what I was getting oh, wow. into. You didn't know what to expect. Yeah. Yeah. And I and unfortunately I like I feel like this is it's probably not like the, the best representation. Although I mean to be fair, like I've never been to a like a huge like maybe what one yeah, might consider like a big Wizard World. So, yeah, because I guess the thing I always hear is that Wizard World. Uh, maybe I, it's in my head, but I always felt like Wizard World is a big, like it's a chain, so it's like mm-hmm. a bigger. Yeah, and it it's was. It's more professional. Yeah. If Colum- you want to call it that. But, been, yeah. It, it's been many years, but I, I went to the Columbus one, I think the first year that they took yeah. over from Mid Ohio Comics. Yeah. Uh, Comic Con. Yeah, and um, that was a big. It was a big show. Mm-hmm. Um, but just like this one, you know, they put. They put all the uh, local creator people at the very end of the room, yeah. You know, mm. and had all the celebrities in the center. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, so that really hasn't changed. And then um, I went to Philadelphia once for their show, and it was mm-hmm. it was large. It was a okay. Very yeah. Large so show. okay. I got yeah. so like I was sort of expecting that, yeah. and then I got there. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. This yeah. is like a well weird, tiny yeah. version of the Steel City Con. It was compact. That's what we. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a good way to call it. Yeah, it was compact, and, and it was like night and day for me because the last time I was there for a convention was TakoshaCon. Oh yeah, or and or even before that, just wandering outside during the AnthroCon. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, and seeing all the people in, in fursuits and all right. that stuff, mm-hmm. you're like, holy shit! And then yeah. like, there's none of that. This yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was just it's shocking. It was so weird yeah. to see the the David Lawrence Convention Center not. Not thriving. Yeah, thriving. Yeah, it yeah. was like it was like Wizard World light. Yeah, you know it was. It I, was. I, I feel like they they had uh, you know little bits and pieces. Uh, you know they had a little a little bit of representation of like oh here's comics here's cosplay here's gaming here's this. Um, but yeah, like you said, like compact, like just a little. Yeah, it was like you know, a, like a travel size. It was like a know? cupcake versus the whole cake. <laughs> sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like um, <laughs> just walking around, like there was like the anime manga library or oh, whatever, yeah. and yeah. the gaming section, and there's like just nobody there. Oh and yeah, I was like yeah. this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because I was taking, I was you know walking around, and I was also like taking pictures. Yeah. And I I took a couple pictures of like the gaming uh, area, and then I looked at them later when I got home, and I was like. There's like three people in there. Yeah. And there's like f- like 20 tables. Yeah, it was like over <laughs> overstuffed. Yeah, I was it, like, was, it was a huge area, but there was like no one in there. Yep. Huh. And I'm like, I'm just gonna delete this. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't. No, it does. It doesn't photo, do it any favors. Yeah. That 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 photo is not good. Yeah. Um. But. Yeah, I, I, I you know, 
I'm not sure if this was the, you know, part of the um, obligation that Wizard World has to, you know, to uh, their contract with, uh, you know, the the convention center right. or, or whatever, you know, deal they made with uh, years ago with Pittsburgh Comic Con. Um, I was actually surprised after the second year that that they came back this year. Uh, yeah. Because the believe it or not, the second year I feel was even worse. Than, yeah, I agree. I, I heard. This I, one. Yeah, I heard a lot of. I agree. This one was. Stories. This one was. It was better. Better run, in a way. And, yeah. The second one seemed even so, even drier. Uh, the second one just, was just like it felt like it was just slapped together. Yeah. So, uh, something I did want to ask: Do you do you guys feel as if Picklesburg impacted the attendance at mm. all? That everybody's busy. I don't think eating so. pickles on the bridge. I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, I agree. That's, I don't think okay. so. I think that's that's a sports crowd. Sure. You know the, the yeah. Picklesburg people. That's that's like just <laughs> local folks. Or even just yeah. people avoided but, downtown but because again, of it. Like there wouldn't be enough parking. There wouldn't be this. There wouldn't be that. But again, it kind of it does point out my my thought is that you know that Pittsburgh people like their local stuff, mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. oh Heinz pickle, let's go. I don't. Mm-hmm. It's just a Heinz pickle. I don't care. I want to be there. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's it, um, it's automatic, you know, but like Wizard, you know, they have to sell they have to sell Pittsburghers on mm-hmm. like why they should go. Yeah. I, know, I, so. Yeah, I just don't think the, the, the Wizard model I just don't think works in this city. Right. That's what I mean. I think um, we're for, yeah. yeah the way the show is is constructed, their their pricing structure, um it's just you know, I'm not saying it can't work, but like it needs to be, at least for this city, it needs to be like retooled mm-hmm. or something. They they need to yeah. maybe take a cue from, you know, Steel City if they want to come back. I mean, they need to, you know. And to to Wizards' credit, though, they reached out. You know, um, they knew that um, like with DJ, they had a good ally, and DJ reached out to everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, to try to uh, get interest. You know, with the local comics. Comic creators to show up, and also um, um, Joe Joe Woes was yeah, was Joe. part of. I mean, he he did the cover of the uh, like the yeah, uh, so they like the the insert. He did them like yeah. it's yep. like they did the right things, but also they only did it t- starting two months ago too. That was another well, that's the other thing. Yeah, you you wonder if they had had more like lead time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when, when that's you know they could have put together something a little better. Um, I mean, I when when. when when I first heard that they were coming back, I thought someone was either like, "Like, are you messing with me? Yeah. Are you just joking? Is it, are you yeah. mistaken? Are you thinking about Steel City Con? <laughs> you know, yeah. because I think I, I forget who we had. I don't know if I had this conversation with you guys or with someone else, but yeah. you know, just the the idea, the the concept of Comic Con is just like ubiquitous. It's just like it's as common as like, oh, Kool Aid yeah. or Q Tip mm-hmm. or Xerox oh, machine. Yeah. It's like people like the the everyday person doesn't distinguish wizard from three rivers from oh, right. steel city yeah to whatever that's it's right like what you're talking comic-con about. is comic-con is comic-con yeah you know um so that could also be a part of you know a, a problem like um you know steel city con is three times a year three times a year that, and you know yeah everybody's everybody's um that show's been going on forever too yeah mm-hmm. like it was the toy show originally um, and it still is to to from all intent. Um, besides the celebrities, it's still mostly a toy show. Yeah, toy yeah collectible show and collectibles. Comics. Yeah, um, but 
you know, they've been around for 20 years, you know, like, mm-hmm. and that show's always been at Monroeville, you know, so, like, people develop this following to Monroeville, and that's yeah. where the Comic-Con happens, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, whether or not it's Steel City's even a Comic-Con, you know, like... Right, but, like but, I said, like... But yeah, they people, have the name, and they have, you pe- know... People don't don't make the, you know, they, they don't see the difference. Yeah. So, I, I feel like that's, you know... In, in in a way, it's it, it's it's good because you know it's like you can almost put together any show if you put the word Comic Con after it. Yeah. yeah, you might you know you, you can you attract know, some. You're gonna get someone. Yeah, some, you know, um, get those Roamer Walking Dead. You know, yeah. get those Roamers to join the yeah your mm-hmm. herd. Yeah, as it were. Yeah, but <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I mean, I feel like um, there's a you know there's a certain amount of. Uh, Education that needs to happen, but it's not going to happen because nobody cares about the nobody difference cares between, to the, that level. Yeah, yeah, the difference between the different shows. Right, and, and each show is, I mean, you know, it's each show is different. I mean, for as yeah. as much overlap as there is, and as much similarity as there are, you know, one show will have to another. Um, I feel like you know every every con has its own personality. Yeah, and I, and I will say that to Three Rivers Comic Con. That that one feels like a comic book show, mm-hmm. and I know that's what you guys set out to do, you know, is make a a comic focused show. Yeah. But it is like again, like that one too needs it needs um, it needs the years. You mm-hmm. know, you got to put in the miles. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, absolutely. And um, well, you it, know, and it develops that following. And, it, and I it, think it's still five years in, I th- or four years now. Well, it'll be coming be up on the five. It still is young. It's still yeah. a young show, you know. So, and you um, know, and and it, and it needs that. It, it needs some some names, some some uh, mm-hmm. you know. So needs some, still has some work to do, but you know we're getting there. Yeah. Um, uh, Mikey gave us a little shout out on the stream. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> awesome. Saying he loves us. Aw, yeah. thanks, Mikey. We love you too. Um. So uh, okay, well I think we could we could probably move off of uh, off of that Wizard sure, World yeah. Pittsburgh. Um, yeah, I th- think uh, you know I, I, just to sum up, I mean I think it's it's got potential, but uh, still needs some work. So yeah, yeah. If they if they decide hey, to come back, you know my and and my takeaway from Wizard is is you get what you put into it. So yeah. so yeah, if you come in there as a fan and mm-hmm. you didn't have fun. Then you probably just walked around and walked back out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you got to insert yourself a little I, bit. I do too. know that there's a, a lot of people that did do that. that yeah, that complained later online. I was like, well, yeah, you yeah, know, it I goes mean, back to their Nirvana. Yeah. You know, here we are now, entertain us. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, but it's like, well, sometimes you got to make that happen. Yeah, you know, you got to create your own magic. Yeah, I'm gonna c- keep well, pulling these out. But it, <laughs> you know, <so>. but <laughs> yeah, but again, if they were if they were going to Wizard World expecting, uh, you know, like. A Steel City Con, yeah, yeah, you know, because you know, as we were saying, I think we were saying in the talking <laughs> yeah, about no, for in sure, the, yeah. in the pre-show, like, you know, Steel City Con is just it's, a, I, mo- it's a monster. Yep, and you know, and, and uh, yeah, you can spend the whole day. Just, the other yeah. notable yep. thing, I've, I don't know if I've ever seen so many girls swoon over someone, like Zachary Levi. <laughs> I, I was watching the girls come out of the photo, and they're just all like, hand on their heart, you know, like. Oh my goodness! Oh, he's a he's, just he's a, a dreamboat. Apparently, he is. I did not know this. 
I didn't know. Dude, even I knew. Well, I mean, he's tall. You know, yeah, tall, he's handsome tall dude. And, like strapping and yeah, handsome. A, and yeah. But yeah, they were. They were. I was like, holy smokes, dude. That's really cool. You know, like I didn't know. Mm-hmm. That's star power there. I'd even, something. Hey, I'd even hit that. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> he's so dreamy. Yeah. But I just, I was just cracking up, and I never mm-hmm. saw that so, so often. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, even like, uh, we had a couple of cosplayer girls walk were talking to us and they were like oh we got our photos and they were just like oh my goodness you know it was just so funny i was like oh that's cool you know so no i think people there had a good time Mm -hmm. you know if you were there um to have fun you could have fun yeah well well, like you said it's 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 what you make of it yeah so all right so um so so link you brought a you brought a topic to the table yeah um so we we talked about this a little bit on the the show at wizard world um, where we were talking about how Jimmy Olsen um, was a f- fun book. And then we talked about a little bit how um, DC's not necessarily known for fun. Because yeah. um, it's always very, you know, serious brooding. storytelling. Yeah. Se- serious brooding and then not necessarily reflective of the, the cinematic brooding of DC, but kind of close sometimes. Um I just I just thought it was interesting if if you guys felt as if DC's sort of making a shift to, for lack of a better word, to be more like Marvel. All right. In that regard. Well, first I'm going to say this, but, and this is, just me, but it seems like every book in DC at least has one funeral cover a year. <laughs> you know, like, like that's the kind of mood yeah, that they set yeah. down, right? Yeah. Because no. they're always like. You know, you know, it always goes. It goes back to the Superman, you know, funeral for a friend. Yeah. And it goes back to that, but it's always like there's always like sad heroes on the covers. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, you know? Marvel has their fair share. They do but, it. Yeah. But yeah, it's always like a group gathering of you know, like we're all sullen, mm-hmm, you know, yeah. and it's like, oh my god, like DC, it's, yeah, it's always DC, so. DC tells some some dark stories. Yeah. I mean, you know, like you're right, Marvel does too. But like, I mean, God, think back to uh, remember Identity Crisis. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was messed up. And that, that was another one that had everybody standing on the cover yeah. going like, oh, I don't know, this is messed up. And, uh, yeah, like that was their promotion. And, yeah. You know, was we're all confused heroes on the cover. And heroes in crisis was messed <laughs> or maybe up. Maybe that's yep. what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. You know what? I'm. I. I. I wonder. I. I half wonder if maybe the. Um, you know the. The bringing over of Bendis. Yeah. I, I was going to say that Bendis, too. Yeah. Bendis magic. Has, has had an effect because, uh, you know, I, I think just his very presence and what he's started to do with Superman and the well, whole Exactly. Superman yeah, line. you were talking about how Superman's, you know, really good and it's fun yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, I wonder if there's like this trickle-down effect because, you know, and, and, you know, and, you know, well, here comes Bendis. Well, guess what? Here comes Rucka, and here comes Fraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and those guys. Now, I mean, I'm, I don't think Rucka is known exactly for his, his <laughs> no. fun books, but um, right. you know, Fraction. Yeah, you know, you know and, he likes and, to have some fun. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, I, th- I, I think that's a good. That that's that's definitely possible. You know. Um, yeah, I think I think the Bendis factor is is definitely definitely part of it. I think because they have, you know, they have staff meetings. Yeah. All the writers get together and they all talk, and I'm sure that he, 
he's a huge influence mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. the rest of the writing team. Well, even the the Wonder Comics line yeah. is just oh, all, yeah. they're all just fun books. Like yeah. none of them are. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's yeah. Another. I mean, Young Justice and yeah. Wonder Twins and Dial yeah. H and yep. yeah, and they're all a little a little goofy. Um, mm-hmm. And the other thing I've been noticing, and once again, once when when Bendis arrived, I feel as if they've been making a lot of allusions to Marvel. Um, oh. I can't remember what I was reading, hmm. but it might have been Young Justice. They made a joke about the Infinity Gauntlet. Oh. Like, I think Bart mentioned something oh. about, don't you have a gauntlet with gems that we yeah. could use or something? <laughs> yeah. And there's been, like, a couple of those, and they weren't all just Bendis written, but yeah. it's, it's been weird. It's okay. been like, this is a weird, like, fourth wall thing that's mm-hmm. going on okay. right now. Yeah. It's, yeah. But they've always been, like, little in-jokes or something. There mm-hmm. was something... um. So something mentioned um, Doc Sampson. Oh wow! Okay. Somebody like legitimately said Doc Sampson. I was like, wait, hmm. wait a second. <laughs> I can't. Re- I think it might have been. I don't think it was Naomi. I think it was in Wonder, Wonder Twins maybe. Okay. Oh yeah. It okay. it just threw me off. It was just one of those weird things. Um, hmm. But yeah. Well, and <laughs> I th- I think it, I, I think it's going to continue because. You know, you've got um, Bendis bringing back the Legion of Superheroes. Yes, which yeah. Is a, which is a fan favorite. I mean, I, I think it's gonna it's gonna bring back the the old school Legion of Superheroes mm-hmm. uh, faithful, and it's gonna attract a whole new you know a whole new group of fans because um, you've got you know it's it's you know Bendis and you've got you know uh, you got Ryan Sook. Um, Doing the you know the concept art and I think he's doing the first the first few issues, um, you know that, and yeah I think that's you know he he's just he continues to expand his sphere of influence yeah and you know he's he's really, um, you know I, I I think it's good that he didn't just um, do what might have been expected of him like oh Bendis is going to come on and do Batman or he's going to do something yeah. crime related or you know, it's like he's he's bringing the light, the lighthearted he, Bendis. Think, you know, yeah, and I think his whole year of the villain is like a callback to the um, just that the Legion of Doom or whatever you call it. Yeah, but that's like what this, it seems to be. Yeah, the Saturday morning, you know, um, up from the swamp kind of. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like that's that's what I think he. He just thinks back, like, what did I love as a kid? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and we all loved it, too, but we didn't... You know, it's like yeah. we don't even realize that we're just like, oh, what's wrong with DC? I don't know. And then he's like, he's like, hey, I, I really love this, so I'm going to bring it back. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, yeah, that's what it is. That's what he's yeah. missing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you're all excited about, uh, you know, a cross-comic, you know, this crossover. Mm-hmm. And normally, you'd be like, I don't want to read all that, yeah. You know, but it's like, no, I kind of want to read that now. Well, and if, if so. you think about like the two of the uh, two writers that come you know, come to the top of my head, the probably the two, uh, arguably probably the two biggest writers at DC prior to Bendis's arrival, I would say it would be, you know, Tom King and yep. Scott yeah. Snyder. Yeah. Sure, yeah. And I don't think either of those guys are really known for like lighthearted books. No, I mean, no, I mean. It's, Sometimes Snyder, they're, but it's they're it's, both very mental. Yeah, Snyder's leans more towards like horror. It, it originally horror, and now I I kind of feel as if it's like 
it's his high school notebook of ideas. Like that's what uh, the vibe I've gotten from a lot yeah. of his stories, which mm-hmm. is like, this is the thing that you were like drawing in your notebook in high school. Oh, like this yeah. is really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I mean, like Snyder, uh, I, I like a lot of Snyder stuff, but then, you know, and then he puts together like metal Yeah. and it made, it just made no sense. And then I, I tried reading his, um, I read like the first five or six issues, like the first, his first justice league. I heard that's impenetrable. Run, and I, I could not, I, yeah, I couldn't get through it. Mm. Um, and you know, and, and, and Tom King, he's, he, you know, he's hit or miss with me. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, we, we've, we've had no shortage yeah. of discussions oh, yeah. about Tom <laughs> um, King. Right. You know, there's, there's some stuff I've, of his, I really adore and some that I just, I'm, I'm like, this is garbage. Um, so, yeah, I feel like you've got two two writers that are again they're they're you know top talents at DC, mm-hmm. but they're also very polarizing. Right. Yeah. Um, whereas you know Bendis comes in and I think he 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 kind of you know he he set this this tone with Superman and he set this whole you know like in, in Wonder Comics and it's like just like almost just like a literal like ray of sunshine. Yeah. Yeah. In the DC universe. Well, I think that's what it is too. Is I think Bendis doesn't try to make it just all about him. Like I think he tries to have the other creators be involved. Yeah, he's all, yeah he's always and been. Where I think, you know, a Scott Snyder production is a Scott Snyder production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, if I got the, yeah. Uh, it's yeah. What, I, I would assume so. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't know how how much. And I like, think, I think Jeff Johns kind of. Well, he was the See, fun guy me, initially, and then he kind of yeah, yeah. Jeff. To me, Jeff Johns is the precursor. You know, is the is was the DC Bendis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seemed like he got to a point where he he just kept building these bigger space cosmic yeah crazy stories he couldn't write himself out of anymore. Yeah. And then they had to just start doing that. Then there was like, oh well, we got to do New Fifty Two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because he just couldn't go any farther. I think. And. Well, yeah, it got stale. Well, and so. then I mean, then and then he got to the point where he just wasn't writing anymore, anyways, yeah. because he he was TV. This, yeah, he's now this like yep. executive. Yeah, uh, has this executive position with the uh, the all the media properties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So you're you're taken away again. Yeah, like I said, like one of your top writers, and and having him develop you know TV and movie properties. Yeah. That, that's great, but. But yeah, he did seem like the one know, that you're glued, losing. He was the glue. Among all, uh, oh, for sure, forces. yeah. He, I yeah. mean, t- even during the New Fifty Two, he was the, yeah. I think he was the person who said, "Listen, we all need to like be on the same page continuity-wise." Yeah. Like mm-hmm. he kept that yeah. shit straight. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and I think that's what Bendis is filling in that. Well, you know, and yeah, I think that, so too. too they yeah. and they did not have a lot of good writers uh, during New Fifty Two. Um, a lot of them were. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like. Like but not, well, like, for fifty-two it, different books, certainly not. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel, or they were bringing guys out of retirement, or guys that shouldn't even be writing in the it first place. It was a weird like, shift. You know, yeah, but guys, I think they still kind of have that with like a lot of the the, ex, the extraneous books. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's you know he yeah. was sitting around in the bullpen just waiting to have yeah. an assignment. Right. They're oh, like, you, right. you're gonna you're gonna write Aquaman this year. Like a reliable. Yeah. Or like yeah. or they'll like they'll dust off like you know. Dan Jurgens or yep. Scott Lobdell, yep, or you know Dan DeDio, <laughs> yeah, and you know th- just give these guys a book for whatever six yeah. or eight months. Until... Yeah, I mean Scott. To, to be fair to Scott Lobdell, he's certainly found a, a character with Jason Todd. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. He's okay. he's very 
Yeah. I think he's been dedicated. I think he might be the only person who likes Jason Todd mm-hmm. oh, nice. <laughs> at DC. Nice. Um, but I think he has been writing it for like five or six years. So yeah. give him credit for that. I think <laughs> each, each, and even like Dan Jurgens, like I think he's Batman Beyond right now. Okay. Um, so certain people have like found like a their their like thing that kind they, of niche. Yeah, they're okay. like this is what I do now. Yeah. Um, and maybe it just took but a it, while. But at the initial of the new Fifty Two, they're like, no, you're gonna just write whatever we got laying yeah. around. Yeah. I, I think I I read his uh, the first issue of his Green Arrow. And mm. it, was, it was. Yep. Terrible. <laughs> yeah, um, there was a lot of those books that like kind of stumbled through like a couple creative teams before they found one that that yeah. really fit. Yeah. I I was I was one of the insane people that um. I decided to get every first issue yeah. of the new Fifty Two. I think we I think uh, we reviewed that. Yeah, <laughs> we did all those reviews. Yes. <laughs> yeah. uh, and you know, and I read a handful, maybe like half of them. Yeah. I'd mm-hmm. say, um, but a lot of the, I gravitated towards the big name writers, though I didn't. Yeah. You know, if I was like, eh, you're you're just the you know the, the whoever's around writer, I probably just skipped it. Yeah. And Unless it was like the premise was. Well, mind blowing and, and and some of the some of the the titles were just weird like they like or not weird but just you, you could just tell they were just like desperate for proper yeah. like they did a they did like Blackhawks and yeah there was a couple yep Men of War oh, yeah uh, just right yeah some of that you just knew were not long for this world yeah um but but anyways we'll, we'll going back to yeah your thing I I, I would def, I, I would agree I I definitely see like a um like a shift in the, and, and, and I think part of that is because in maybe how, you know, we see, um, the, the Marvel movies influencing the comics, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe, um, and, and maybe it's unintentional, but maybe we see that happening with DC, how like the DC movies are very like dour mm-hmm. and dark and depressing and everyone's grim and gritty and, yeah and maybe, uh, somehow that's you know that had an influence on the on the books. Yeah. And, yeah, certainly. And they needed to change their whole, you know, their whole attitude, their whole mm-hmm. you know outlook. Yeah, like so, I mean, there's, yeah, they've they've definitely been stuck in that that little. It hasn't been that long. I think that every now and then there's been fun books at DC, but mm-hmm. it's yeah they've been in a rut recently. I, I can't think of a lot where I was like, yes, that was. Yeah. Like. Like I uh, a while back, I read the, the Gotham Academy stuff. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you guys um, talked and, about and Kate, that. Yeah, Kate re- read some of it as well. Yeah, and that was just, that was just a fun book. That mm-hmm. was not like, you know, heavy stuff. Right. Um. So it's a little bit of that, but yeah. Yeah. No, I. It's I few I, and far between. I felt the same way about the, um, uh, Frankenstein Agents of Shade. I love. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was. I mean, that was like. Yeah. Sixteen perfect issues. Yeah. Of just you know it was like. Hellboy in the DC universe. Yeah, yeah. And no, I, I tried to hunt down Frankenstein appearances wherever I could. I'd be like, <laughs> oh, he's in some random issue of Action Comics. All right. <laughs> yeah. Because it's cool. yeah, it's it's Hellboy in the yeah. Yeah. What well, I think um, it was it wasn't it right after uh, Damien got killed that yes that Batman sought out Frankenstein yep. and he was like in two issues of like Batman and Robin or something yep. <laughs> to help him like resurrect Damien. Yeah. I don't know. It was just, but. <laughs> Yeah, there. Yeah, every so often you get those weird like outliers mm-hmm. um, from DC, but uh, yeah, like hopefully like the the Bendis effect. Yeah, is you know will have like you know longer lasting 
you know, will be a longer lasting uh, effect. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so, that sure. the, the Wonder Comics banner and the stuff that they're doing under that continues beyond like these initial four projects. I don't, I don't think the, the Legion is part of that, but yeah, probably not. I, but I don't know. I mean, you never know. Um, but I mean, I, I feel like the, the original four books are doing well. Yeah. I'm, you know, yeah. I mean, they, like I said, they, they renewed two of them from uh, six issues to like a, maybe 12 and or an ongoing. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's hopeful. Yeah. <laughs> That's better than the the Marvel way of doing it. We're like, it's, oh, it's an ongoing. No, it's only three issues. It's canceled. <laughs> oh, it's canceled. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna reboot it with the number one next month. <laughs> oh, Marvel, you crazy. Um, all right. Well, does anyone have anything else? I guess we could probably start wrapping things up. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, just um, make a couple of quick announcements. Um. So Sunday, August 18th at the Black Forge Coffee House in Allentown, we're going to be hosting our comic swap. So you can just come and uh, bring some comics to trade and any comics that are uh, left over or donated can uh, uh, will be going to the Schumann Juvenile Detention Center for the, uh, for the kids there. Um, and... Like I said, again, that's going to be on August 18th from 2 to 5 at Black Forge Coffee House. And then uh, Wednesday, August 28th, we're hosting another Drink and Draw event at Inner Groove Brewing in Verona. And that's going to be from 7 to 9. And all those will be on our various social media pages, so you can check them out there. Or if you have any questions, uh, let us know. You can always hit us up. Ask us any questions on any of those social media pages, you know, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for Comic Book Pit, um, or you could uh, email us at comicbookpit at gmail.com. Um, and I guess that's it for this episode of Comic Book Pit. That'll be episode 324. I'm your host, uh, Dan, and with me in the amazing Sorgatron Media Studios, <laughs> we got Scott. See you, people. And Link. (laughs) See ya. And uh, thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time.